This is exactly right. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Babs Gray, and I must really be going through something because an inspirational quote on a jogger's t-shirt worked on me. <laughs> I'm Brandy Posey, and I don't know anyone money for the first time in six years, and the fearlessness with which I answer unknown phone numbers now is exhilarating. <laughs> I'm Tess Barker, and no offense to Al Gore, but I don't know if I can ever forgive him for inventing the internet. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. Hey everybody, welcome to the show. We got a special ladies only episode to kick off 2021. Ladies, ladies, ladies. Just your three favorite mouths speaking into microphones. Wow. Wow. That is what my Who's your favorite mouth? Write to us. Yeah, you have my the best mouth. Mouth is such a weird word. Mm -hmm. It's a good word. Mouth. It's funny because it's a weird sounding word to make with your mouth. Mouth. It's not nice to mouths. I think it has one of the shortest, like it sounds like it means nothing the more you say it. Of words, mouth, just yeah, mouth. mouth. It mouth, starts becoming mouth, a noise mouth, very mouth, quick. Mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It also doesn't look like you're saying it when you say it. You know, like mouth. the word mouth. mouth. It just doesn't <laughs> mouth. Now we're just hey, everybody, welcome to 2021. This is this Anyways, is the podcasting now. <laughs> you know, we're yeah. not even saying full sentences. We're just saying one That's, word. Yeah, I think. Mouth. Okay, I'm gonna stop. Okay. Everyone's. <laughs> I think fun. everyone's in this headspace, so it's fine. Um, no one, no one yeah. really feels like a new year started it's like everyone came back to work and we're like Ugh. it's like dragging yourself out of a fucking like pit it's just not i don't think anyone's feeling it so yeah we're truly living in in bat shit crazy times <laughs> yeah. i mean i don't know what else to say we are and it, we're all yeah. just sl- we're trying to get through the sludge and just hope you know there's a light at the end of the tunnel yeah. so how here's our how comedy podcast days? everyone Woo! Yeah. How many days did Groundhog's Day take place over the movie? You know what? In, I think that they've said it takes place. Let me see. Because I think it's like a few thousand times. Okay. Gotcha. So we're not there yet, but. Yeah. It's going to no, get there. But we're probably like, yeah. I feel like we're about a third we're, of we're the We're all going to learn how to ice sculpture Andy McDowell by the end of this is what we're saying. Thank God. I've been waiting my whole life to do that. <laughs> Honestly, somebody should make a sc- ice sculpture of Andy McDowell every year. That's what Christmas would have felt like Christmas if we had had that this year. A different Andy McDowell I know. And year. usually I do have that. My family does. That's what I didn't feel. I didn't get together with my family. Therefore, no Andy McDowell ice yeah, sculpture. It's so. the, mm. the 12 days of Andy McDowell. And it's just watching Magic Mike XXL <laughs> for 11 days and then riding the bus with my sister on one day. 
And then she melts down slowly. And then when the Andy McDowell sculpture is to- totally melted, you know, it's time for Christmas. <laughs> Can I tell you guys that for most of what you guys were just talking about, I was picturing Andy McDowell, but for a little bit, I was picturing Mini Driver. Oh, man. See, here's the thing. I think I was thinking of Mini Driver the whole time, but I... <laughs> <laughs> interchangeable hairstyles very yes. interchangeable yes, hair they're both they both really know their way around a blazer oh absolutely they both, like have a smile and are not afraid to show it doesn't andy mcdowell also look like another lady uh, yeah she I looks mean, like every lady <laughs> that's the whole peel of andy no, she also looks like the girl who's the girl the woman who's on um oh fuck B.B. Uh, Newer? Last Man on Earth. B.B. Newer? No, no, Last Man on Earth. <laughs> Kristen Shawl. No. <laughs> no, what's her name? Uh, whatever, it doesn't matter. It, it's just like an older well, brunette I think Andy McDowell kind of also looks like B.B. Newer. I, I mean, can I see thought, that. I'm just going to say it. Do you guys have celebrities that you get told you look like a lot? Um, Yeah, I don't know. I used to get Daryl Hannah. I haven't gotten that in a while. I mean, I guess Daryl mm-hmm. Hannah... Um, trying to think of someone else i don't really get a ton i'll get random redheads that like i really don't look like but we'll just kind of have similar hair mary steenburgen that's not who i look like but that's who andy mcdowell looks like (laughs) (laughs) she does good call (laughs) i just was looking her up in the between talking um yeah i get i just start a show called america's next andy mcdowell okay go on I would love to see that. It's like, we're going to need to see you order a, a, a intricate thing at Starbucks. And that's the audition. <laughs> I, yeah, I get um like when Russian doll, I got, I got bangs and I got a lot of like Russian oh. doll comparison. So no, I get hair, sure. hair celebs. That makes sense. Oh yeah. That makes sense. I get a, uh, what's the gals from that 70s show and um, orange is the new black's name. A oh, Laura Prepon? Yeah, I get Laura Prepon a lot. Oh, okay. And I'm always Laura like, Prepon. I mm-hmm. I feel like Busy Phillips a little bit. Busy Phillips, yeah. I get too. Yeah. I think Busy Phillips. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are the two I kind of get pretty often. When I was a kid, um, yeah, the girl from So Weird on the Disney Channel, but you know, now she's a Pilates instructor in Burbank, and we don't look the same. Ah, <laughs> that's the best thing about moving to LA is like that you get to see those endings. Yeah, exactly. Well, you have the podcast now, so who's really? Exactly. You know, the That's famous what I'm one. saying. <laughs> Cara Delizia. I know you're know out we there. Do, we do have to be famous to have a podcast. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what happens. You get famous and they um, they just give you one. I will say you also do have to be famous to teach Pilates in Los Angeles. <laughs> if you want people to come, for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very true. Um, okay. So, so for... Christmas, my boyfriend gave me a cameo gift, and it was Darcy Silva from um, 90 Day Fiance. And can, can Darcy, you, if you, you guys don't. Yeah, a little background yeah, on her because I don't know who she Darcy. is really. Yeah. So Wait, Darcy has quick. been on like. I just have a 90 Day Fiance beef, real quick. Oh. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. In- inject your beef. Barbara, you told me to watch 90 Day Fiance. I said I will do that. I watched this entire recent season and I kept trying to talk to you about it. And you said, oh, I gave up on that season because it sucked. Oh, no. (laughs) Meanwhile, I watched the whole thing. Go on. Wow. That, everybody, was a Tess Tess Barker beef injection. I didn't. Yeah, that was a hot Tess beef injection. I didn't know 
that that I didn't know that that season would suck. To be fair, I should have told you a specific season maybe to go exactly. to watch because exactly. I started watching it and I was like, this one is really boring in comparison to most of them. I think I have been watching it more though. That's the one with um Colty, right or not? Mm-hmm. No, Colty. Yeah, no. Okay. No, there's no. Oh, Colty. Okay. I, yeah, I think. I mean, it still has the Honestly, flavor of it. How, how did you feel about I- the flavor? Honestly, I d- wouldn't have regretted it if there was something in the flavor that I hated. Like, obviously, I kept eating it. But it is a show that you want to interact with people about. So I can understand that you were like, what the fuck? I got shut down. <laughs> exactly. I got shut down. And each episode is like 90 minutes. And I'd be like, eh, so what about this chick in Russia, huh? And then it's just like, mm, oh, yeah, that one, that season sucked. What? Damn. <laughs> I haven't seen that yet. I started watching it after you told me that. I think I was on another okay, one. There's, it's it's one of those things. It's the 90 day universe now. There's like five shows. There's before the 90 days. There's after the 90 days. There's 90. Day, there's a lot of things. Oh, but Darcy. Wow. Yeah. Darcy is a twin and she's been on the show many times. I can't even remember who her first Wait, one was. Fr- I think fraternal or identical. <laughs> it's very important. Identical. Woo! I, she has an identical okay. twin called Stacy who looks called. They Stacey? also got like the same plan. <laughs> Yeah, Stacy and Darcy, and they've also gotten the same plastic surgery, and so they just look the exact same. It's wild. Oh, so wow. They're both, like, really short, blonde girls who just are, I don't know, like, yeah. just, they seem like bottle service girls in Vegas. They're just, like, perfect and, like, you know, have yeah. nipped and tucked everything to, like, the nth degree. Yeah. But I love did her. They both, love- did they both 90 Day Fiance? Or just no, Darcy. no. Darcy is only the only one on the show, but Stacy is on there like as well. So just by product of being Darcy's sister. So, um, mm-hmm. so Dar- I can't even remember. Darcy's whole first thing was that she had this like guy Jesse who was Swedish or some shit. It doesn't matter. Whatever. That was her first yeah. guy. She went over there to try and, and it was just like drama, drama, drama. They shouldn't have been together, you know. But she's been on the show multiple times, just like with different relationships, and so. You know, wow. it was something that me and my boyfriend watched in in quarantine, and and yeah. so he got me a cameo from Darcy for Christmas. Yeah, and it was really it was really sweet. I'll play I'll play it on the show, but it was very sweet. And she's just like, "Hey, hey, Babs, it's your girl Darcy," <laughs> 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 which is a great way to start any uh, video. But so yeah, Darcy left. Sorry, guys, my my sound was being weird but but it's back so darcy left me a cameo thing and a pretty long one and she was very sweet and she was like yeah, congrats nice. on your comedy yeah she was like congrats on your comedy writing job me and stacy when we moved to la we started a <laughs> we started a production company that made an urban comedy called white tea and i was like what the hell is going on <laughs> like, <this> random <laughs> and then she was like so d dm me anytime and like <laughs> it was just a really funny video <laughs> Wow. So I'm just Darcy's telling you guys. Your shit. That's a okay. good present. I love that. I love that cameos yeah. just have entered the like, it's a, it's a good present to get people. If they already have everything, they don't have somebody from Road Worlds 1998 telling them, hey, nice ass or whatever. Exactly. <laughs> I think it, it's an interesting way to deliver information. You yeah, know? for sure. And I think that if I think that's, they should be marketing themselves as such. Like, yeah, it's nice if it's just like, hi, good luck or whatever. But mm-hmm. if, I mean, if you got like, fire someone propose to someone oh the mark mcgrath I think breakup that some was people perfect. used it for breakup oh yeah that's yeah, what it was the mark mcgrath breakup. breakup was perfect <laughs> i missed that but i can imagine 
Yeah, exactly. This is, by the way, the second conversation I've had about Mark McGrath today. So. Absolutely. <laughs> He's New back, year. baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but so she, yeah, she left me this nice video and it was very cute. And, my, you know, my boyfriend gave it to me. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to, I have to post this, you know. Yeah. And she was like, she called us her number one favorite. Which she said, you're definitely my number one fan, number one couple. (laughs) (laughs) Number one fan. (laughs) Number one couple. Hell yeah. (laughs) Just a really funny, like, thing for us to play in the background while we have sex. So, you know, we, so I posted online and, you know, it's, I, it's the only video I've like ever done a bunch of hashtags on because I just don't give a shit about hashtags. So, of course, I hashtag Darcy Silva, 90 Day Fiance. And you know what hashtag brings, and oh that's boy. trolls. So oh, the hashtag trolls came out. Oh no! They came out. They were actively searching Darcy and looking to shit on her. And this is oh, the day after so Christmas, I... right? This is like is <laughs> yeah, Christmas. This is, <laughs> this is people. I they should be laying in their bed in Christmas pajamas. I know, and like with like a hot chocolate eggnog hangover, like enjoying the stupid, you know, stocking presents you might have gotten or something yeah. and they're scrolling to instagram to talk shit on this woman they don't know so oh, i got like a few random it was one of those things where i was like what's going on here like why am i getting and then i realized that i'm like oh the darcy trolls have found me yeah so there was this oh, one in in particular called lacy runner mom it's always yeah. people like that like yeah yeah and they're fucking of course it is you know their their things are like like god coffee country or something yeah <laughs> exactly exactly you're like no you're you should have just written bitch 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 <laughs> yeah and so yeah so we just got i got this like weird influx of trolls and mm-hmm. i of course i was like well i'm gonna defend her because like fuck you people just talking shit on this random person you don't know you know yeah, seriously whatever she's a person who cares she hasn't done anything yeah, wrong so- to anybody <laughs> Yeah, and like this, like Lucy Runner mom was like, people pay for this shit. And then somebody else was like, I know, LMFAO, what a waste of money. And they're like, <laughs> conferring with <laughs> On each your other. little Christmas post? I honestly <laughs> detest it. I hate it. It's so, so much. bad. Yeah. I want to move so, to the mountains. I know, I know. The 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 twi- the Twitter, the God, I'm getting old. The internet is just really getting to like beyond toxic at this Ratchet. point. No, you were right the first time. The Twitter is getting toxic. Yeah. <laughs> The Twitter, the Insta, the all of it, the yeah. internet in general. Tess, I think your opening joke was correct. Al Gore, the most harm of all people. <laughs> you better save the fucking planet now, bitch, after you pull that yeah, shit. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's funny because like, I, I said something to uh, to Adam, Barbara's boyfriend, yeah. like in Brandy. the comments. And then she also DM'd me and like trolled me and called me pathetic and stuff. And I was like, girl. Oh, God. Girl, I'm like friends with these people. Well, who are you? Yeah, <laughs> it's just it it's also just so makes crazy. me mad because it it I don't like them for what they're doing, and I don't like the side it brings out in me. Yeah, yeah. Because you bet I looked at Lucy Runner Mom's Facebook page, and you bet I oh. almost screenshot a bunch of photos of her and sent them back to her, and was like, "This you? You're calling oh, me man. ugly, bitch." But <laughs> instead, I just had that for myself the day after Christmas, which was. No one wants that. I don't no. want that in my head. No. Well, it, here's the thing. I don't thing. need those screenshots on my desktop. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's hard when you're really good at you're you're really good at being an internet sleuth to like know when to rein that power in to be like I could do this. I know how to find this stuff really well, really easily. It's just a hard. Oh, yes. It's a hard power to like control within yourself for sure. Yeah. So I just like I just defended her and I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? But 
It's still happening. Yeah. Somebody was like, you must be her bodyguard. And I was like, what? Yes, I'm her There's bodyguard. Th- oh, my God. <laughs> this, like, in what? a weird way, like makes me feel slightly more relieved about any of the people that have come after me online. Because it's like, okay, they just... There's just this population of detestable people who just sit there all day. Yeah. They just sit online and like do this shit. It's like. it's. Re- I mean, it's a weird pathology and it's got to be kind of like unique to mankind. Like it's a new disease. Well, I've seen I've checked Jack's Twitter and my dog's Twitter is like pretty toxic, too. So. Oh, I bet. <laughs> Garth's Twitter. Garth so is, much porn. Garth it's is be really so, porny. so messy on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> He's just accidentally <laughs> retweeting all sorts of dicks into the timeline. It's like, oh, Archie, Archie is good, but he's just one of those people who is accidentally tweeting his search results all the time, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so it'll just be like, where's fish or stuff like that. It's like, <laughs> want bed. Oh, man. Yeah, exactly. Man, on uh, in years, I uh, was just, I have not watched like, uh, like a, a true New Year's countdown, like on TV, really, like for like more than like the five minutes around it in quite a long time. And this year I watched like the KTLA, uh, which is a, a KTLA out here in LA was showing this Las Vegas countdown that happened on they did the East Coast Mountain, Central Mountain and then uh, Pacific. And it was oh, the wait, most, so they did it every hour. Yeah. Yeah. And it was the most <laughs> beautiful I watched it for four hours because what else was I was like, I, I gotta do is me, me and my boyfriend just like sat on the couch. We're like, well, let's just we watched. You know what? How we found it? There was a slow speed chase happening in our neighborhood, and then it cut away from it to this like Vegas shit show. And I was like, well, I'll just watch this for four hours. That and this perfect is perfect introduction. Yeah. So you were watching. You were yes. watching a slow chase. Yes. Yeah. And it turned yeah. to a KTLA broadcast <laughs> of Las Vegas. And you accidentally God, I love TV. Yeah. This is why I love like actual TV. This oh, is what yeah. can happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I watched the entire thing for the mountain countdown. <laughs> they, they were running late on the countdown and it was started at five and the woman didn't see it. And then at three, she goes five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> like, like oh, she got it out for mountain time. So, so wait, let me get this straight. They did yes. a different countdown for each time zone. For each time zone, yes. And Pacific was, and was the there big like one. A themed. It was, but they were just no. saying it. There was one Vegas. So there was like news anchors, like weird Vegas news anchors, and then one um, Vegas performer and like his band that they kept cutting to. And this guy named Zoe Bowie, who looks like Mark McGrath. <laughs> But like a Vegas Mark McGrath, which is already Mark McGrath, oh no. but even more. And wow. it was him and his band. And he was like the most beautifully corny thing I've ever watched in my life. And also they were performing for nobody because there's COVID safe. So they'd be like, tearing down the house. Yeah. And then it would just that the echo would ring through like this empty studio <laughs> to, to nobody. Oh. We're living in such a surreal nightmare. <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing. I'd be like, play another one. Play it. Let's do it. Let's do it. And like, but You know, I kind of <laughs> love this for Zoe Bowie because like yes. Yes. What, what, this opportunity was never going to knock for him. Had oh, this no. not occurred. No, no. And he got to be on TV for four hours. He was bring- also Vegas was freezing. You could tell they were all freezing. The Vegas, the dancers behind him with their big headdresses, they were all holding them with like their hand and like dancing with their other hand. It was such a perfect shit show. And they came back for one commercial I mean, break. If you- yeah. 
God. need someone to fill four hours. Zoe, a, a performer like Zoe Bowie is who you go to. <laughs> oh, yeah. A Vegas, a Vegas performer is going to bring it as hard as possible. It was it was really beautiful. They cut away the there was like um they went to like the roof of this one some casino that was having like a, a real party that they kept being like, it's a COVID safe party. And then they interviewed one of the party goers and it was mm-hmm. this like real cokey party girl that came over and immediately hugged the newscaster and the news like she had just said it was COVID safe. And then this she's yeah, hey baby, ah oh <laughs> COVID safe God. and party. They're, just, they're not in the no, same it's just not possible. Stop pretending they're in the same yes. sentence. I love this, Brandy. So like It's so this, good. Wow. So like <laughs> 12 people in Vegas just did a bunch of coke and took over TV for four hours? Well, Tess, they're literally, that is true because they came back from one of the commercial breaks and the audio, they hadn't even cut to the video yet, but the audio, we just heard this like, <sighs> thing it was like straight up a full- you know it was fucking roey zoe oh yeah absolutely yeah he was ready to go it was uh, we'll we'll do a sound drop of the cocaine sniff because it is like i i've never heard it was that like on it TV. sounds like scarface <laughs> level it's like that yeah that poster of al pacino with all the coke that's what this sounds like it's so good and the party goer the gal um her little interview the the, the person like interviewing her was like a. Uh, so what are, you, what are your New Year's resolutions? And she's like, I just want to travel more next year. And I just want to <laughs> fucking experience everything. She drops an F-bomb on Cape to LA. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they quickly were like, okay, back to you, Zoe Bowie. <laughs> they cut back over to him. It was what a disaster. It was such a was disaster. Was no one available to to run this thing? I don't. How think does so. this happen? Well, okay. So also, they were trying to raise money for like a like a soup kitchen or or some no. in 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 a Vegas. <laughs> I kind of honestly <laughs> love them and the night they had. Oh like, no, love I, them. It was better than any Dick Clark anything <laughs> I've ever watched. And they kept being like, "We're going to get to a million meals by midnight in the Pacific time zone." Guess where they were at at midnight in the Pacific time zone. Oh no! Two hundred and eighty thousand. <laughs> so far below where they were trying to get to, and then they who during, added that element? Who added the? I I don't know <laughs> the charity meal element to this. It was I was like nobody is watching this. Number one, it's fifteen people that are watching it, and this is it was it was genuinely fucking beautiful. It's fucking beautiful. <laughs> Okay, I just want to say, if there's an opportunity for us to host this next year, I think we yes. need to it get in there. It sounds like there is. It honestly yeah. sounds like there is. That's think, what I'm saying. I think we genuinely could because it really, the three um, anchors that were doing it mm-hmm. were so miserable because they were, there's some new hotel that or casino that just opened up that they were doing it on like the pool deck of. So, Oh, yeah. The Cirque. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's where mm-hmm. it was. And mm-hmm. so it was on the pool deck of the Cirque and they like... <laughs> They did wouldn't put they didn't put up windscreens, so you kept hearing in their microphones, and they were all buttoned up like this, freezing for like four hours, and like their their papers were blowing out of their hands and stuff. And I was like, they're so miserable right now. For it was it was really a beautiful cathartic way for 2020 to end. I was like, that sounds perfect. I wish yeah. I would have seen that. That's, yeah. That sounds amazing. <laughs> that honestly that does like sound when I used to when I used to just like when I first moved to LA and I would just be channel skipping and and like get local channels and there was a channel that would show 
people at Dimples Bar singing karaoke. It was just like piped <laughs> oh, into Oh, yeah, there. I remember that. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was just piped into a <laughs> random bar in Burbank watching people sing karaoke. It was amazing. It, it really had public access TV a feel to it. Oh, the, oh also yes. the last the last song of 2020, they were playing um, that uh, Ole 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 Ricky Martin song. And mm-hmm. Zoe Bowie was fucking going forward. He's bringing it. And the countdown is going behind him. And it hits like 30 seconds. And the song has so much song left. And I was like, is he going to miss the countdown? But he turns around. He? No, he turns around. He sees it. And then he just sings, tonight's the night. And then he did like a conductor, like ended the music. And then he goes, <laughs> 10, 9, 8. He caught it, but like barely. It was amazing. (laughs) There was a minute where I was like, this guy is going to miss the countdown and I'm just going to laugh for the rest of my life. (laughs) Oh my God. There's just nothing more fun than just observing like chaos in that way. Oh yeah. It really, Mm -hmm. it puts you in like a, like a very like chaotic headspace of just like, yeah, yeah. How bad can it get? (laughs) Well, it, there's something just so honest about it. Yes. You know, it's so nice to have the veneer of good production pulled away. I mean, yes. it kind of <laughs> reminds me of like on a much bigger scale. My favorite New Year's uh, of all time is the Mariah. Oh, the Mariah. It had big Mariah energy. Yes. It sounds like it had big Mariah energy. <laughs> Wait, the Mariah. What am I missing? Um, oh, but she had carried around and didn't her, yeah. her oh, audio. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, I watched that video probably like 30 (laughs) times in a row. Like there's every everything about it was just like goals as fuck. Because like, yeah, although she was being carried around and not singing the lyrics to her song, Mm -hmm. you've never seen someone that confident (laughs) while getting carried around. She just exuded absolute faith in herself. (laughs) No, it's something to aspire to, honestly. <laughs> that level of just like, yeah, I don't it doesn't I, matter what I do. I already got paid. <laughs> exactly. Like, no, I don't know the words you guys do, and what yeah. are you gonna do about it? I'm Mariah <laughs> fucking Carrie. <laughs> We're going into this year. I okay, I'm officially gonna try to go into this year with, with Mariah Carey getting carried around energy. <laughs> exactly. Hell yeah. we'll take a we're gonna take a quick break we'll be right back y'all brb hey everybody welcome back to lady to lady i'm brandy i'm babs i'm tess and found something interesting you know, that's this is the problem with the internet is it's so shitty and it just gives you this like 0.1% nugget once in a while mm. that you're like, oh, haha, you titter and then you're like, okay, it was worth that. There's a cute yes. duck or something and you're yeah, like, yeah. right, that's what we wanted this to be. So anyway, someone was posting about Disney themed funerals and I wanted to share it because it's <laughs> wild. We were just saying like, yeah, Disney themed funeral or weddings, both. Yeah, both equally <laughs> disturbing, I think. But like a, a and I think I think we're talking off air. And I think Tess is right. The funeral is more disturbing, but a Disney wedding is also disturbing to me because like you're gonna fuck at the end of the day. Like Princess Jasmine, like <laughs> don't don't. That's a children's movie. Ultimately, it's still a children's movie. <laughs> there are yeah. No- okay, I'm gonna come at this from a different perspective because I've been on Molly at Disneyland. <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> so I've mixed. 
I've mixed Disney, not Disney and fucking, but I, I, you know, I can't say I have a lily white. An adultness. Yeah. An adultness with a Disney. I mean, I do think that Disney movies are, I get, I think they're, you know, they're kids movies, but I get, you know, obviously we all like them as adults too, but it is another level to bring it to this place. It just a themed anything, a themed event of your life. Yeah. Yeah. But then, you know, uh, with like that? a brand, with a brand. I say that though, and some people brand. do it like so cute. So I don't know. There's also like an exception to every rule because one of my favorite things I've ever seen on the internet, I think it was uh, a couple years ago, but remember that little boy who had the CVS themed birthday party? Oh, <laughs> no, but I love that. <laughs> it was just lots cutest. of receipts everywhere. Yeah, there was like receipts everywhere, and this kid just like loves CVS, and like they they got him a little vest and a cash register. It was a really cute party. So I don't know. No, that that's so, fine. I mean, I don't know how many cute Disney funerals there are, though. That's yeah, true. that's very true. Well, that's it's like, true. do you hire like the Mickey to give like your uh, your eulogy or whatever? <laughs> like, is the the sound when your casket gets lowered into the ground? That yeah, like, I mean, you can't because we know how the mascots work. They can only laugh yeah, the, and like, yeah. You know. <laughs> I will yeah. say this one more thing about Disney weddings and Disney funerals, and this is more relevant than you're going to think at first. Mm-hmm. But Princess Diana was married in a carriage and then driven through London in, in carriages that l- either were the same carriage or looked very similar. Mm. And when she got married, her wedding dress was so big that they like hadn't accounted for like the size of the carriage she was going to be in. So they shoved her into this carriage and there was just so much fabric all around her for that. The whole ride to the church, she was just drowning in wedding dress. <laughs> oh. Anyway, so that's what I think like give her a straw to breathe through the top yeah. of the carriage. That's very yeah. funny. Yeah. Man. Uh, thanks to the listener, by the way, who recommended the "You're Wrong About" about Princess Diana. That's where I learned that, and it was very interesting. Hmm. I don't think I really knew who Princess Diana was until until she died. Like, I think that's like the really? first my first like real awareness of who she was. I didn't really, really? Pay, yeah, I like didn't really pay attention to like royal stuff at all. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I just, I, I mean, I only had awareness of it in the fact that, like, it was obvi- in her face because of pop culture. Mm-hmm. But that yeah, was kind of I it think for me, my mom really liked Princess Diana. So I think I just remember her because, like, my mom liked her. And I'm, I think just remember, I remember seeing her in a lot of magazines, like, when we're at the yeah, salon. Yeah, she was or very, whatever. like, in, it was like Jennifer Aniston and Princess Diana. <laughs> exactly. I don't know if that's the same era, but it was just. <laughs> but it like, was like. She yeah. was up again. Yeah, I was in the same things as all this other pop culture stuff. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. For, I, yeah, I mean, I'm probably wrong, but like, yeah, I just, like, didn't really. It just wasn't, like, in my. Like, what I was paying attention I mean, to at all. <laughs> to me, the whole into being into the royals is odd. It, it's just an odd. I, yeah. It's like a very old thing that we're, you know, people pay attention to, but it is strange. It is like, yeah, it's like state sanctioned movie stars is all they are. It's like if the government yeah. was to just have a budget that was like to have homegrown movie stars, but that didn't make movies. Well, that are extremely inbred and their blood doesn't clot. That too. It's like if, it's like if Tom Cruise's blood didn't clot. That's what. A well, royal- do we think it for sure does? I mean, I think he can probably like shout it into clotting is what we've learned, yeah. I think. That's true. Tom Cruise <laughs> seems actually, I'm going to take that back, like a very durable human. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> ridiculous so yeah here's some details about the i don't know i guess this is okay magicalpassings.com so this is like a place that just does it this is what they do can music be played inside the casket (sighs) 
This request is more frequent than you think, but the answer has two parts. One, yes, we can play music inside the casket. Many times theme park loops are requested from the beloved one's favorite area of the park. Oh, we have Barbara. devised a relative we've devised a relatively hidden way of continuously charging the, whatever solar arrangements. Um, okay, so yeah, you can have theme park noises playing for your body while you're in the, the casket. Oh. Oh, Barbara, I'm going to stop you there for a second. You go to MagicalPassings.com. It's a satire site. You got anted. Oh, no. <laughs> no I got anted. It's the first anting of 2021. Oh, no. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> 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 no. <laughs> I'm so old. <laughs> I'm like desperately trying to go to the site to prove it's real. <laughs> oh, they got your ass, dude. <laughs> hey, this was it is it, if you had to go on one, this is a great one to go on. <laughs> this is someone from someone's Twitter thread who also thought it was real, and I had okay. not scrolled enough yet That's to see it That's how most debunked. antings happen. That's yeah. how most antings happen. This is where antings come from, Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. I anted. To, this has got. I need to take a break. I can't. Annie up. I can't. Annie up. <laughs> We need to get a sound drop that's just like, you got anted. Okay, along the same lines, I am, wait, so it's not working for me when I, oh, wait, please oh. note this is a satire site created in 2018. <laughs> God. <laughs> it was created as an April Fool. Oh, wow. It's an April Fool's joke. That's like a double ant. Wow. Yeah. What a slap in the face. What a strong a ant slap to come out of the gate with. <laughs> hey, well, did you guys uh did you guys hear about this? This thing is real. <laughs> oh man, this is like the big like when my dad sent me an onion article for the first time and I was like, Oh, daddy. Yeah. I'll never I feel, think of you. I feel very dad onion article adjacent right now. Yeah, as that's where you are right now. <laughs> it's it's interesting because I don't think I've I've obviously shared things that I later found out were fake before, mm -hmm. but, you know, usually yeah. I think yeah. they're not. But the shame I feel right now is very specific. <laughs> Walk us through your is shame. It, is it because there's a disclaimer literally on the site? <laughs> but I didn't see the website. <laughs> yes, it's just, it's a shame. Yeah, the shame is just like, wow. Um... <laughs> I don't know how to describe it, but it's it makes me feel very defensive, and I think I understand boomer dads now. That's all. I feel like def I need to defend myself. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. This I know is, exactly what you this mean. This is how, you know what? But the important thing is this is how fake news happens, and the important thing is that you're embracing the fact that you got answered. I learned a lesson. This was a teachable moment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You guys think that unless I start sharing this with other people and I'm like, no, this, <laughs> this is real. That's I bought you. Now, Barbara's going to like out of spite, have a Disney themed funeral just just to prove that it did happen once. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm going to make it real. That's six, what I do with fake news. Six Jack Sparrows carrying your <laughs> your coffin. 
It's a long game, but like I think it might be, the payoff might be worth it. <laughs> I really might I mean be. <laughs> Oh my god, did you guys hear about the Jack Sparrow show on Qu- that was gonna be on Quibi? Oh my god okay. No, but did it have to do with the multiple Jack Sparrows that work on Hollywood Boulevard? Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming because it's about Jack Sparrow, you know, impersonators. So it was supposed to be Barbara. I hate to do this. Oh, no, it's fake again. (laughs) It's also fake. Okay, now I'm worried. (laughs) Now I'm fucking worried. Like You went out of your way at bat number one. Oh, for fucking two, dude. Ooh, Barbara, I hate to tell you this. The Jack Sparrow house is fake. <laughs> this is, I'm really, no, I'm no, but really wait. Bad. Did you guys see about how sometimes when you're getting gas, there can be people hiding in your car in the back seat? <laughs> do you guys ever check just out of fear when you're in your car? Because I do do that sometimes. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Got to. <laughs> Yeah, wow, I need to like take a break. This is too much. I can't. I'm not going to talk for a little while. <laughs> Wait, now I need. I need to know now. I need to know. Like, were these two tweets next to each other, or it's truly just absolutely not? This was. It's sincerely just. You just out of any any article that you could have brought up. It was something I read. I read about. I was reading about some Quibi a while ago about shows on Quibi, and it was listed as one of them, which well, obviously wasn't real. I will say, Barbara, this one was harder to spot the error on because it was a fake Wikipedia page that somebody created. Oh, see there. <laughs> okay, that took a okay, little fast checking. Okay, this fake Jack Sparrow house. I wish was real. It says the television show placed 14 Jack Sparrow impersonators in a single family home who were eliminated if they broke character. That sounds amazing. Yeah, it actually is a fantastic I understand why you thought that was true because, like, that's a lie. Unlike the Disney funerals, which we can all decide was ridiculous. But um, (laughs) (laughs) this one is Is it, though? Do you think that that's that ridiculous, a Disney funeral? I'd never clicked on the link, but kind of from the get, I was like, um... A little bit. Well, here's the thing. Right. I feel I'm like proving that they've happened. <laughs> I think they've been DIY'd for sure. Yeah, um, I, I just don't, don't think a, a service a would company. exist. Because I feel like if you're throwing a Disney funeral, you also have a lot of costumes already. Yeah. You know, ready to go. <laughs> right, right. Now, now, the Quibi Jack Sparrow, it's so specific that mm-hmm. I, it's like, f- but then also knowing what we know about comedy. Yeah. And this goes back to we should know it was fake because comedians love making fun of Quibi. So yes. a comedy writer wrote this. Right. And Jack Sparrow impersonate. It's a perfect like and, world of yeah. all those things. Yeah. I, yeah. I will say I am friends with the blacksmith uh, who on uh, Thanksgiving morning does a, uh, a, a, a touch football, flag football game between a bunch of like uh, Viking impersonators and Jack Sparrow impersonators uh, on every Thanksgiving. So there are enough for a flag football team. Oh I yeah, I know. Easily. I mean, if you go to that Starbucks, you you got to bat them what's, out of the way. What's your guys' like ballpark for how many Jack Sparrow impersonators there are? Are you just talking on an average? Like without COVID, Hollywood is up and bumping. Um, if I'm driving, like down, living in LA, living oh, in LA, living in LA. Oh boy. Or are you talking full time or part time? Twenty think hours or, or more. Yeah, twenty yeah, hours. Twenty or hours more. or more. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think thirty three. Oh, the Christ Christ year. Great. Yes. I think that's correct. 
<laughs> I was thinking I'm more like, like this is like prices, or something. Right? Oh, really? That mm-hmm. are like actively working that much? Well, you might not be wrong. But I feel like a lot of these people, they, I mean, well, because you I'm can go really to Vegas. To de- guys, I'm really trying to deflect and get away from my, <laughs> my aunt. <laughs> from your aunt ticks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, man. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. Barbara, I'll admit this. I remember looking up, reading the Jack Sparrow thing, and then looking it up and being like, surely some footage of this must exist if it happened because it's too good of an idea. And that's when I found the Snopes article. And that's the only reason I know that it's fake. But you know what this is illustrating to me? It is on Snopes. It's on Snopes. (laughs) But, But this is like why everything sucks because... This should be made. Yes. They wrote a satire. It's like, make it. Don't yeah. just write it. The people want to see it. Yes, absolutely. Let's do that shit. And right well, now, you know. I'm watching plenty. I'm watching Love is Blind. I'm watching Circle. These are all things where people are just like stuck in a house. Yeah. You know, COVID test all these Jack Sparrow people. Put them in one place. I demand it if only to be have justice for my own embarrassment. Here's the thing. I'm going to produce this show. (laughs) (laughs) And get a Disney funeral just out of spite. (laughs) Here's the thing, though. I think every Jack Sparrow impersonator has tested positive for COVID. And that's the only reason you weren't able to do this show. Oh, they didn't mention that. But yeah, yeah, I think they were probably, I think we're talking about a lot of first waivers. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) There's some... There's, I will, for whatever reason, the two things that we've got like a crazy surplus of mm-hmm. are Jack Sparrows and Shreks. Yes. For whatever reason, there's just like an ass ton of those two characters. I I will say the Shrek, I don't understand the Shrek of it all. I don't understand I why Shrek is such a big deal. I agree. Like, I mean, it was fine. Yeah. Uh, it, I don't remember much. I remember Donkey. That's all I remember. Really? <laughs> It's just donkey, and then Smash Mouth doing all the soundtracks, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it, I mean, but it is a big like, deal in in London. I was staying in London near the London Eye, and there was like a thing on the waterfront called Shrek Adventure. <laughs> Why is there Shrek Adventure in London? That <laughs> like, was that was like a year. That was like two years ago too. Like a Shrek. When is the last time a Shrek came out? Honestly, okay, I want to guess. I okay, think yeah. the last out Shrek. All the time. What? Shrek's Barbara, been... be careful before you throw out any more facts. You gotta, Barbara. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you walk that back for a second. It's just so imminent. It feels like it's constant. Okay, there was the Broadway musical, which I guess could account for like a little bit of some new Shrek mania. But in my estimation, the last Shrek I would guess probably came out 2005. Let's see. Okay, we've got an untitled Shrek reboot coming out next year, apparently on IMDb. I'm gonna say allegedly with everything. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be taken to Ant Court. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's so there's Shrek Forever After that happened in 2010. Oh, okay. And I don't That's know. That's what I mean. There's a Shrek thing like always happening. Oh, yeah. Untitled Shrek Reboot 2020, 2022. So we're getting a new Reboot? Shrek every 12 years? Yeah. <laughs> apparently. We got new Shreks coming. So they're going to remake the first Shrek with new animation? There's also something called Shrek in the Swamp Karaoke Dance Party. I think, oh, that's okay, a three minute short. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know what's happening with the Shreks. It, listeners, if you are a big Shrekker, a Shrek, 
Shrek, uh, Shreky, Shreky, a Shreky. If you're a Shreky, um, Shrekafarian, let us know. Explain yourself. <laughs> Explain yourself. And I mean, I'm, I'm not even saying this is a judgy thing. Like maybe there's something we are missing. Yeah, I'd love to know. I mean, when 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 Babs and I went to uh, uh, Smash Mouth uh, for free at the Queen Mary, and they played. Um, the what's the song i'm a believer i'm a um, believer and they changed the lights to green everyone lost their fucking minds <laughs> so shrek is big we may, may just maybe just we don't understand it i think honestly if i had what if this is us being ants like maybe we just missed the cutoff to be young enough to know why shrek is big oh god all right i got i have some I, things to think okay. about we'll be back in a second <laughs> Everybody, we're back in Lady Lady and Babs. I'm Brandy. I'm Tess. And we're going to do your lady problems. We do have a voicemail now. If you want to call us, our number is 323-6-BUT-30. <laughs> That's butt with two Ts, everybody. 6-B-U-T-T-30. Uh, <laughs> save it in your phone. Honestly, save it in your phone and then just leave us a voicemail, you know, when you're out and about. In the moment when the urge strikes you. Yeah, we would love it. Uh, three two three six but thirty or you know og uh, lady to lady comedy at gmail dot com. We get them all. Oh yeah. Okay. Here we go. Lady, lady problems. Lady, lady problems. Lady problems. Do you have them? Lady problems. Hey ladies, thank you for your brilliant and hilarious podcast. It's been a godsend in the hell of quarantine. I've got a friendship problem. At 5 a.m. today, I was awakened by a loud sound of something shattering. I woke up my partner and we carefully went around the house, half expecting to find someone breaking in. Some friends and ours, some friends of ours were robbed at gunpoint in their home just weeks ago, so the possibility felt very real. We didn't see anything out of the ordinary inside, so my partner opened the front door, armed with a stick and ready to fight someone naked. We found a smashed planter with a roller skate on top of it, which I recognized as one of the pair I gave to my friend Jay about five months ago. So what led up to this? I've been friends with Jay for about four years. We are adult women in our 30s, and we both struggle with bipolar disorder. She has lashed out before towards me many other t- many times over things that seemed small to me, i.e. not answering my text messages as quickly as she'd like, seeing that I hung out with some friends without her on social media, and most recently me unfollowing her on Instagram after she lashed out via text to a roller skating friend I had introduced her to. I wanted to bring Jay into my skate group because the activity and community has been a big part of my mental health and self-care journey. I saved uh, to buy some nice skates for her since I know she also has been struggling financially and can have a hard time justifying buying nice things for herself. For several months, it seemed to be going really well, and we were having a lot of fun. Then Jay started to feel ignored. She took out her frustration and anger on Kay, our friend, by sending a series of nasty messages. Kay and other concerned friends uh, we had we had been skating with brought it up to me. I couldn't help but feel angry and betrayed. I know this behavior one, wasn't directed at me, and two comes from a place of pain, not maliciousness, but it still sucks. I didn't have the emotional energy to have a compassionate conversation with Jay and hit unfollow her on her social media thinking I'd give myself space to calm my feelings about her in the situation without her even knowing. Well, mistake. Obviously, she realized I'd unfollowed her and assumed the worst of my, intention, my intentions despite my years-long friendship with her. I've supported her 
many times through emotional breakdowns, adjusting to medications, getting bills paid, and even other instances of her cutting me with her words when she was in a dark place mentally. She's had my back through some tough times too, especially this year, which I spent half of being unemployed and severely anxious. Setting boundaries with Jay has never gone smoothly though. I've continued to try with her because I recognize patterns with my own mental health struggle and her behaviors. So in addition to the tossed roller skates and broken planner, I got waves of messages on my phone calling me a terrible friend and a petty coward. I couldn't fall back asleep. I went about some morning tasks and meditated to ease my intense emotions before calling her at nine to see what the hell was going on. I was upset, but also worried about her. Turns out she had checked into the mental health clinic. I told her I was glad she had taken the step to get help. She apologized for breaking something. That was the end of the conversation because the docs took her phone. She's still mad at me. Uh must have checked out of the clinic because I just got a bunch more messages from her. There was an apology in there, but still lots of excuses and anger. So I don't know. The problem is I'm fucking worn thin, burnt out. I want to be a support to this person who I see myself in, who I know is struggling. I just don't know if I can take the brunt of this type of episode from her ever again. This morning freaked me out. At what point do you say you're done? Is it damaging to cut this friend off completely or to keep trying to work with her? I don't know if I'm just enabling destructive behaviors by continuing to forgive her. I had to take a break from our friendship for several months once before because of similar actions. It is a time to say goodbye and good luck for for good. I feel like she's always demanding far more patience and understanding than she's willing to extend to anyone else. I know she's working on her stuff. She's going to therapy and her episodes do seem to be less frequent. I know I need to give this time. Anyway, I'd really love to hear your thoughts. How have you gone about establishing and keeping boundaries with friends who push them? How do you decide who is deserving of your time and energy? What do you do for someone who needs help but asks for it in mean and sometimes scary ways? I know this is long. If you read this this far, I appreciate you. Frazzled friend. Whoo! Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Wow. I'm yeah. so sorry. What a horrible thing to go through. I mean, Ooh. my heart just goes out yeah. to you. Yeah, I know. This is really and to, you know, it's it's so hard when you're dealing with somebody who's going through something like this because you do want to have compassion and you want to, you know, be there for them as a friend. And so that really is such a hard thing to grapple with. But yeah. at the end of the day, she took your safety into yes you know she she yeah. could have hurt you by doing mm-hmm. that it's not okay so yeah you I, shouldn't feel I think scared. you are absolutely in your justification to cut her out and i i think that's yeah. what you need to do at this point i think definitely and also i mean just in all of what you wrote there mm-hmm. wasn't really like one place where it sounded like you were getting anything out of this relationship yes it was so much of you doing this you doing that you you know, facing abuse, you, you know, like, Mm -hmm. I mean, to me and like, you know, which isn't to say that that's always the dynamic in a relationship. Like, obviously there's going to be sometimes where one person is more in need of help than the other. And not everyone's going to be, you know, doing their best at the same time, but over the course of a relationship, it should be a mutual relationship. Yes. It's totally unfair to you to be giving time to somebody and like you know you when that's time that you could be spending on yourself yeah is that absolutely. i mean you only have one life to live I and mean, what are you getting out of this relationship i mean which is you know i think it's so obviously it's heartbreaking because this person is ill and like you've been mm-hmm. so supportive of them but mm-hmm. at the end of the day yeah i think you you've got to think about your own yeah health and happiness and like here's like this is something i think about a lot um uh marcus parks from the last podcast on the left says this often on their show because he has bipolar what your your diagnosis your mental illness is not your fault but it is your responsibility to take care of it like you mm-hmm. you're not like it happening to you is not your fault but the way that it interacts with other people you are responsible for that 
and like finding ways to manage it as best as possible. And I'm glad that she's going to therapy and doing all of these things. But frankly, they aren't enough because she put she made you feel unsafe in your own home. You know, that's Mm -hmm. and she's like harassing your friends. She she's getting between other friendships that you have. Like this is all incredibly toxic behavior. And, you know, it's. I, I I had like a, a roommate one time that kind of was doing something similar to this and it kind of took me really legitimately cutting her off I think for her to hit like a rock bottom and actually start doing work on herself you know because the, it's hard to it's hard to set new patterns with people once patterns exist already too because from their side yeah. the, from their side you've also taught them you've taught mm-hmm. them how what yeah. you were willing to to deal with like you've told them this is how I am willing to have this relationship you know, which I think can be so hard, like once you're you're set in something and then down the line, you're like, actually, I'm being treated badly. They're like, no, no, I'm treating you the way you've always let me treat you. And that's where a lot of mm-hmm. that that shit comes from. And I mean, the reality is that you probably can't help her that much. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know you that you want to, but the biggest help you probably can do to her is showing her that there's a consequence to acting mm-hmm. this way and that I can't be in your life if you're going to treat someone like this, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, because here's the thing. If like you guys had woke happened to woke up early and you heard somebody outside of your house and your partner had opened the door and like hit her with a baseball bat because before you saw her because you thought there was an intruder outside, like what was she going to do? Like sue you and your partner for assault and battery? It's like she's, she's you know, I, I, she's acting very manic and toxic in a way that you just can't. It's not safe for you in your life. You know, it's- yeah, I mean, it sounds corny, but it is just like safety first. I mean, yeah. that's mm-hmm. kind of one of those boundaries that just people can't. Yeah, emotionally, mentally, physically, like yeah. you have yeah. to. And it's it's so I've been in like a, a situation like this romantically where it was like, you know, it got really bad and and I had to cut them out. And I think that like you have to know that this is somebody who maybe there's a future for you guys to have a friendship or something like that but it's obviously going to have to be after she does some work and and then yeah. you can reconsider that later but at this point for both of your well-beings it just has to be you know no communication you can't handle yeah. unfollowing someone and then having that like fearing for your, yeah. yourself after that it's yeah just, the manipulative behavior oh i wasn't texting fast yeah. enough not giving enough oh mm-hmm. it, that's so harmful and it, so not necessary mm-hmm. for you to have yeah. in your life and I being mean, jealous of your friends you're you hanging out with like other friends and stuff like that is like that's it's amusing it's like you know it's emotionally abusive behavior too because like she doesn't own you she's not entitled to you i feel like sometimes and i don't i don't think this happens as often with men but i'd I'd be curious actually because you at least hear it talked about often but i feel like sometimes female friendships can get like so enmeshed where like it's always like this other kind of like it's isn't it's a friendship but like it's more than a friendship in a way that you're like you are like my my like life partner and everything and you get the weird jealousy and like the the toxicity of like what a, a bad romantic relationship can be like without you know, mm-hmm. fucking this person, but you get the same emotional attachment in like a really intense way, and it's there. It, it's a it's a breakup. It's like hard to it's hard to get out of those. You know. Yeah, and I think just like a breakup, like how, breakups are just like I remember someone just told me once, like breakups are just like cutting strings off of a puppet. Like you mm-hmm. have to cut like one, and then that one, and then that one, and then you have to do it just like kind of methodically and clinically, and just do mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah, and you it's going to be really hard, but it's going to be for the best. And it you're going to like mm. 
not have to deal with this anxiety. And once you're on the other side of it too, it'll be easier to see, you know, that you, what you've gone through. Yeah, exactly. Well, and also I think it's like important, like you're, nobody is a bad person for running out of patience on a person. Like they're, they're, you're not at all. We all hit our wits end. I think a thing to come away from this with is to maybe like really think about what your 50% of like where you let, um, where you, where you let your boundaries go and how you can be more aware of that in the future. Like what, what are like, what are things that you can learn from this, you know, for, for future friendships and stuff like that. I think that's always like, that always makes like a, a, a breakup or a friend breakup or romantic or otherwise like really feel more productive to me so you don't get caught in like the sads quite as much because it's like okay I let somebody treat me like this why did I let that happen how at what point did it happen did I not become aware of it when did I let those lines keep falling away when did I keep you know let that happen like you you bought her skates skates are expensive you know like that's a real legitimate purpose and like for her to you know, do you throw that back at you? It's it also at some one point here. I think it says like you might have like helped her out with some bills and stuff like that. Like, yeah, it's, it's just uh, one thing after another. Yeah, like all signs point to gotta mm-hmm. completely extricate yourself from this person. Yeah, exactly. And I think those kind of it's, friendships. Oh, can, but God. that's cool that you're skating so much. I know. <laughs> I think that's cool. If you're doing, send us a video of you and your yeah. other friends doing some tricks. If you if you can do any, <laughs> or not, just yeah. skating around. Do you have any cool pins on your on your skates or something? Yeah, yeah. I think focus on your 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 other friendships that don't make you feel like this because this is. It, here's the thing: if this was a person you were dating. You would not have put up with this anywhere near this long. No. Mm-hmm. No. Uh-uh. And no. If, so I think that's always a good rule to apply to like certain friendships too, where it's like, oh, is this, if I was like sexually involved with this person, would I, would this be okay? It's like, oh no. Like sometimes friendships, we just give them more of a pass than I, than, than we should sometimes. The, the line keeps moving and moving. But it's so hard with these things where, yeah, it's, it doesn't have that thing of a, a, you know, sexual relationship or romantic one where it's not like you feel like you need to end it because it's a friendship. So why would mm-hmm. you need to do that? Yeah. You know, but trying to take the high, not like even the high road because it's not like you guys are whatever it is, but mm-hmm. trying to be like be the bigger person in these situations is so hard because you're, you have compassion for them because you are a good person and you're trying to like see what they're going through. Mm-hmm. But man, it's just like, it's, <laughs> it really takes a toll. Yeah. Exactly. And I know that you said that like, you recognize patterns um, in her that with, with the way that you're, you know, you, in your own mental health struggles, but like, y- you haven't done any of this stuff. So, you know, just because she, you know, just because you guys both have Sarah's similar diagnosis, like, like I said, like, it's her responsibility to be a person functioning in the world and not like making her friends scared and harassing them and being generally toxic. Like, I mean, you just know. picture your life right now and picture all the time that she's taken up in it and then mm-hmm. just visualize that like a giant cutout and that being airlifted away. And now look at all the space you have and what what do you want to fill it with? Yeah. It could be anything. Yeah, absolutely. I also I feel like with those kind of friendships and relationships too, I try to be like, ooh, is this person like a pattern in my life that like, have I have I been friends with or like been involved with people like this before? And is this like something to be looking out for too like that's part of like a you know I always feel like a a rundown at the end of something too like I definitely I know like I've I 
my crazy ex-roommate, she was definitely in my life because of like mental illness in my family and stuff like that. I recognized like when it was like really ramp ramping up, I was like, oh, oh, this is reminding me of like people. I was like trying to fix it this time because of this right. other person yeah, that I, I couldn't think- fix it with. When you're like yeah. empathetic and stuff too, and you just mm-hmm. kind of can like bring these people into your life a little easier and get attached to them in a way, yeah. So it can it can definitely like repeat itself. Mm-hmm. So it's good to look it's at that. Easy to double down on that shit too, and it yes. starts to be like, but I've already done this. I've already mm-hmm. helped them with this financially. I've already gone through all this and that. Mm-hmm. Like it's almost like you're you're uh, doubling down and expecting to see like a return on your bet or your investment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's sometimes you got to know when you're just going to walk away with chips on the table. Like no one to hold them, no one to fold them, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like getting and out of a cult. Another gambling thing. <laughs> <laughs> the house always wins. Let and guess it ride. What? Yeah. The house always wins. She doesn't get to break your planners anymore. <laughs> yeah. There we go. You're the yeah. house. <laughs> but good luck. Let but good luck. Yeah. I mean, also, again, just. Like anything, read over back over what you said to us. Yes. It's it's very clear, you know, what yeah. you should do there. But I know that it's a really hard decision to make. So yeah. good luck. Block. Get social media off your phone. Whatever you need to do to like get away from it on your phone as po- as much yeah. as possible. Get from it away from it as much as possible. Also, like your group of friends, be like, hey, I need support right now through this. Please, you know, let them know. Like I I I'm trying to get rid of this person. Like if she contacts you, I'm sorry. Like this is. You know, lean into your other friendships. Man, when they do that shit, when they start contacting other people, that's just like, yeah, I know. It's really gross. Some people just love to be a bull in a china shop. Yeah. It's just how they like to spend You're like, I don't want this. I don't want my friends to deal with this. Like, Mm -hmm. no one wants this. Just stop. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But you got this. Let us know how it goes and send us some skate videos. I love my skates. Yeah. Me and Tess went skating. Yeah. Can we go this week? Oh, we cool. Yeah. Let's, ooh, Tess, I got the coat. Everyone's getting skates. What is the skate thing? Yeah. Like, where? Because it's, it's like a fun thing you can do outside. Yeah, it's an outside thing. But why is it this level? Like, it didn't, it just started happening in the last, like, few months. Because I it's mean, like, I know you've had them the whole time, Tess, but yeah. a I feel lot, like I've seen a ton going, of people getting them. I feel like it's been a pretty steady build through all of quarantine. Yeah. Like, this, like the 70s are back like it looks cute like the aesthetic Mm -hmm. is really nice it's an outdoor thing it's like very it's a physical thing that's like just i don't know it it makes you feel like you're a kid again a little bit (laughs) i find it yeah like Mm. there's like it's very good mentally because it's like you're outside you're getting Mm -hmm. exercise you listen to music yeah yeah you feel like a kid like it's just like and it's free like once you get your skates it's like free to go skate yeah exactly yeah these are all i see i see now tess i got the code for the um the tennis courts in eagle rock at the rec center so no big deal we got this (laughs) oh we gotta go (laughs) (laughs) hell yeah all right guys that's that's our episode thank you so much as always for listening Woo! And remember, three two three six, but thirty. Uh, put it in your phone. <laughs> we love you guys. Yeah. Welcome to the new year, and we'll talk to you soon. Um. Oh, and we are going to have a big announcement next week. It's not going to be a regular episode, but we're very excited to share some news with you guys. And yeah, you'll hear about that next time. Woo! All right, talk to you soon, y'all. Woo! <laughs>